God over money. Time ticking, my time ticking. I ain't even had fries with the Popeye chicken. I ain't even had sides. I was high five licking at the crib on the couch with the Wi-Fi tripping. I what up, what up? It's your boy, Marcel Hall. You're listening to the Hallway Podcast. Thank you for checking us out. We appreciate it. As usual, we talk about sports, hip-hop, life, kingdom, you name it, whatever's going on. In the news, we talk about it. Today's a special edition of the Hallway Podcast because we have not one but two segments coming at you. Yeah, that's right. We got a little bonus feature for you. So uh, we're going to go ahead and start off with a segment called Confessions. In the Bible, in James chapter 5, it says to confess your sins to one another. So that's what we do with this segment. I take some time to uh, confess something, and I need your prayers. So please, as I share this, I'm trying to be vulnerable, trying to be honest, trying to be uh, transparent, and trying to solicit your help as as I get open about what's really going on in my life. And so, as you know, there's no sports that we can watch right now. However... Uh, last weekend, uh, the MMA had a match in which they had nobody in the crowd, and so I got a chance to watch the MMA. I'm not a huge fan of the MMA, but uh, I was able to watch it this past weekend, and there were two women matches that came on. And this is where my confession comes in. There is no way I'm allowing my daughters to fight in the MMA. There's no way. I'm just being open, guys. I'm being honest here. I'm, get, I'm, I'm coming out clean. I'm confessing this. There is no way that I'm going to allow my daughters to fight in the MMA. I'm not doing that. Now, you can call me what you want. You can say whatever it is about me. However, one thing you will say is he is a father of two girls who fight in the MMA. You'll never be able to say that. Because here's the thing, as I was watching it, and I don't know if you've seen it, but those women can scrap. They can throw down. I mean, I was highly impressed by some of the punches that I was seeing in the MMA. Those women can scrap. They can throw down. In fact, I believe those women that I saw can probably beat up a good percentage of the men walking on the earth right now. And so there's no way, no way, I'm going to allow my daughters to fight in the MMA. Now, look, I taught them how to defend themselves, okay? I did. I, th- I taught them how to throw a left jab and a right cross and then take off. But, but defending yourself is one thing. Fighting like that, now that's going too far. Even if you guaranteed they would never lose, I still wouldn't do it. I would have to get a guarantee, 100% guarantee, that they would never even get hit. I'm not talking about that just a guarantee they would, they would never lose. I'm talking about I would need a guarantee that they wouldn't take one punch, one foot to the face. Because the woman in the match that I saw caught a karate chop kick to her forehead and started bleeding like it was a Quentin Tarantino film. Real talk. She caught this flying jump kick, 
Blood went across her forehead. It looked like it was a, a horror movie, like she slit her forehead with, with a razor blade. And it was coming down her face. And I said, man, could you imagine my daughters in the ring looking like that? You crazy. You are out of your mind. And there's a number of reasons why I would refuse to allow this to happen. One, my daughters, they're just not that type. I'm just going to be honest with you. My daughters, they're, they're, they had a tea party today, okay? They're, they're not fighters. In fact, they're really into gymnastics. And so can you imagine some gym, 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 gymnasts getting in the ring, fighting with those sparkling outfits? I mean, imagine that. Imagine Simone Biles fighting Ronda Rousey. How's that going to go? I mean, if I were to do that, if I were to allow them promote this, sit by on the side and say nothing and not prevent this, I would be a bad parent. I mean, I would, and you would think so as well. It would cause emotional and mental harm to me if my daughters were to get whooped in the ring. I would feel terrible. I would. I, I'd feel awful sitting at home watching reruns of Oprah eating bonbons. That's how I would react to this. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. But maybe the biggest reason is if my daughters were to fight in MMA, I would go to jail. I would. Because I would end up jumping in the ring. I'm just being honest. Let's just be honest. Again, this is my time to confess. Now, I'm not trying to go to jail. But trust, I'm going to jail because I'm probably going to bring a weapon in. Because I'm not going to allow her to get whooped up. And I for sure am not going to be the recipient of a flying drop kick. And now both of us are bleeding with ice packs. No way. Again, you are out of your mind. If you think I'm going to allow that to happen to her, and I'm going to allow that to happen to me. Let's just be honest. Now, how's that viral video going to look? How's that news story going to read? Local minister jumps into the octagon to defend his daughter. I ain't doing that. I mean, my goal, I'll be honest with you, my goal, never make the news. My goal is to make sure that I don't make the news. And if my daughter's fought in the ring, I'm going to be in the news. Viral video. Again, I'm just being honest. Let's just be honest. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, what about your son? What if, what if Neek, what, what, what if Dominique were to get into MMA and get whooped on? Know what I would say? Know what I would do? I would tell him, I told you to play basketball. Should have listened to me. Should have stuck to football. That's what I would say. Now, it's not that I love my daughters more than my son. No, no, no. It's just that, it's just that those are, are daddy's girls. And so to not misrepresent my faith, my convictions in Jesus, I am committed to making sure my girls don't fight in MMA. Again, that's my confession. I will not, I refuse to let my girls fight in MMA. Again, we told you this was a bonus feature today. So you're not getting just one, but you're getting two segments. And there's so much going on in the NFL right now. I don't know if you caught up with all the news, but there's a lot going on.
Some big and interesting signings. Ryan Tannehill, four-year deal. Wow. Kirk Cousins gets a two-year deal extension. Who saw that coming? Byron Jones, highest paid DB in football. Amari Cooper, second highest paid wide receiver in the league. These trades. Uh, you had uh, Buckner from my Niners getting traded. The Bills getting Stephon Diggs for four draft picks. Is he Herschel Walker? Four draft picks? Man. Tom Brady's no longer a, a Patriot. But here was the biggest trade that, that caught my attention. DeAndre Hopkins was traded to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson in a second-round pick. They also swapped two, uh, two fourth-rounders or something like that. But, but let me just say that again because I don't know if you caught what the trade was, what the real trade was. DeAndre Hopkins was traded to the Cardinals for David Johnson and a second-round pick. That's outrageous. I don't know about you, but when I heard this story, so many questions came to mind. And that leads us to our segment here that we like to do on the Hallway Podcast, and that is the five W's. It's time to have the five W's. See, as a journalist, and I have a journalist background, you always come to a story or a situation and you ask five questions. Really, it's six, but it's the five W's. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. And so we're going to ask those questions about this trade because we need some answers. We need to understand this because right now I'm so flabbergasted by this. And so let's go ahead and get into it. Again, who, what, when, where, why, and how. First of all, who? Who has dirt on the Houston Texans management team? Who has dirt on the Houston Texans? For real. No, real talk. Who has some dirt? Because that's the only way that this trade will make any sense. Someone must have some dirt on someone and threaten them. They must have. Some pictures, some old tweets. They, they, they got them doing something somewhere saying something. Because this doesn't make any sense. I mean, that would be the only thing that would make sense. And I believe that's probably is what's going to happen, is that in 6, 7, 10 years from now, we're going to have a 30 for 30, and they're going to talk about, hey, here's what really went down. Our guy has some compromising photos or something. I don't, I don't really know, okay? But, but, but the, 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 it only makes sense here, right? I mean, who has some dirt on the Houston Texans management? Now, What? What would make you think that Houston got the better end of this deal? Because in a trade, in a transaction, usually you're supposed to feel or it's supposed to at least appear like this was equal in some sort or there was close to being equal. But what would make you think that Houston got the better end of this deal? You're talking about a potential Hall of Famer in DeAndre Hopkins. The way he's going, does this for four or five more years, he's a Hall of Famer. You're talking about a potential Hall of Famer for a running back in David Johnson who hasn't been in the, who hasn't been the same in three years. Now, look, I like David Johnson, and I feel bad for him, but he's not DeAndre Hopkins. No, 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 no. He's not DeAndre Hopkins. And, and I know there's a second-round pick, but you mean to tell me you get David Johnson, not the same, and a second-round pick for a future Hall of Famer? I mean, who was this second-round pick that you planning on taking? Is it Terrell Owens? Did Jerry Rice resurrect himself? Who are you going to get? It better be somebody like that. 
It better be somebody like uh, DeAndre Hopkins. That's the only one who can replace DeAndre Hopkins. So I don't understand. What would make you think Houston got the better end of the deal? When? When is the next time the Houston Texan coaches are going to get their eyes checked out? And that's a real talk there. Look, I know there's a coronavirus going on and you can't go see your doctor. But, but we need to ask a serious question. When is the next time they're going to go get their eyes checked out? Let, let's set up an appointment for them because they must have some vision issues. Something must be going on because my glasses, on or off, clearly reveal to me that DeAndre Hopkins is a baller and David Johnson and a second-round pick are not going to be equal value. And so, again, when is next time they're, they're going to get in? And let, let's, 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 let's figure something out. Let's get some telehealth. Uh, let, let's get them something. They can get checked out, okay? Let's set up a, an appointment for some telehealth so they can get checked out on their eyes. Because they're obviously seeing something different than what you and I are seeing. Because we're all seeing a Hall of Famer, and they're seeing a second-round pick. So please, somebody help them out. And help me understand when is the next time the coaches are going to get their eyes checked out. Where? Where are your friends in times like these? Friends don't let friends drive drunk. Friends don't let friends make bad trades. Friends don't let friends trade away potential Hall of Famers for only one draft pick and a running back who used to be good. Friends won't let you do that. They just won't. They really won't let you do that. If they do, they're really not your friend. If you have a friend who says, yeah, Go ahead, man. That's a good that's a good trade. He's not your friend. He's going after you. He's trying to get something from you. He's trying to take your job. Cuz I don't understand how you can have a friend who sat in a room and you discussed it with them and they say, "Yeah, go ahead and do that." Cuz if you did, trust me, you you need to that 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 is not your friend. That's an enemy in disguise. Now why? Why? Would you do this to your kids? This, this is for the Houston management team. Why would you do this to your kids? You know the world we live in right now with social media and everything going on. And see, here's the thing. You have to consider your kids when you make big decisions. I learned this as a parent. Whenever I'm making a big decision, I can't just factor in me and my wife. I have to factor in how this affects my kids. In Houston, when you decided to trade DeAndre Hopkins, you should have thought about how is this going to affect my kids? As your kids have to go around hearing what everybody else is saying about their parents. Because they have social media. They have cable. They, they're hearing what's going on. They have to hear what their kids, you know, at school are saying and what other parents are saying. Do you really want to do that to your kids? I mean, why would you do that to them? Why would you put them in that situation? I mean, if you love your kids, you have to think twice about big decisions. And I have to ask, do you really love your kids? Do you really want to put them through that type of ridicule? Because I really hope that you prepped your kids before the trade was official. I hope you sat little Johnny down, little Susie, and said, hey, guys, we're about to make a huge trade, and this is going to affect our family moving forward. And so we are going to call the police and get some protective custody or something. We're going to get a car. We're going to get security. We're going to do something here for the next several months, maybe even a year. 
because it gets that real with some of these NFL fans. Let's be honest. So again, why would you do this to your kids? Last question, how? How do you not say, just kidding? No, seriously, how did you not say just kidding after you agreed to the trade? How was there no JK at the end of your signature? Just kidding. How did you not say psych? Because I'm sure when there was a discussion, somebody in the room for the Houston Texans thought, that's a joke. Yeah, <laughs> they want DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. And, and his hair outfit, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, man. Go ahead and tell him. Tell him, yeah. Go ahead and tell him we did that. Tell him, tell him, tell him, yes. And then somebody who wasn't thinking out of their mind actually called, signed a deal, and did it. I just don't understand how nobody said, man, we were just playing. What's wrong with you? I, I, I don't understand how that wasn't a joke. How was going this far? I mean, maybe the Houston media is going to come out and say, gotcha. We didn't really trade them. We're not insane. Because I believe somebody is probably not going to have a job next year. I'm, I'm just being honest. I don't think somebody's going to have a job next year because of this trade. So, again, I'm not sure if we received any answers, but at least we're able to ask our questions. Who has dirt on the Houston Texans management? What would make you think that Houston got the better end of this deal? When is the next time the coaches are getting their eyes checked out? Where are your friends in times like these? Why would you do this to your kids? And how did you not say just kidding after you agreed to the trade? Hope you enjoyed the double feature of the Hallway Podcast today. I'm your boy, Marcel Hall. Tune in to the next episode of the Hallway Podcast. It's official.